It is Friday. Yep, we made it, everybody, and welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything, weather, science, and a whole lot more. And the whole lot more, typically, especially off-topic, we tend to do on Open Line Friday, and that's what today is. I am your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz podcast, Andre Bernier. I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. This is episode number 297. Boy, we're approaching 300 here pretty soon. But it's Friday. Friday made it. February 18, 2022. And wow, what an eclectic weather period. We went from highs uh, into the mid-50s just 24 hours ago. And this morning, we're waking up to upper teens. The snow is back with us. In some cases, picking out three, four, five inches of snow in the overnight period. And at Hopkins Airport, before midnight, the snow started to fall. And they picked up 0.5 inches. That uh, essentially puts them in even keel territory with where we should be for the season in terms of snowfall for the year, prorated for today's date. However, what that doesn't take into account is the snowfall we received after midnight. We won't know until about 5 or 5.30 p.m. Eastern time just exactly how much snow fell. But in all probability, that's going to put us in a handy surplus, which will carry us into next week and beyond. And it does appear as though we still have the chance for a couple more snowfalls, according to some of the computer models. So this is going to be a pretty interesting period as we start to see a pattern shift, where at least periodically we're catching a break from the intense cold and the intense snow. Well, speaking of intense cold and intense snowfall, We're going to go to Iceland today. Now, typically, Iceland, being a maritime climate, despite being very high in latitude, is tempered by the Atlantic Ocean, which means that, yes, they do get snow. And yes, it gets pretty dark there in the wintertime period, especially in December and January. However, because of the proximity of the Atlantic Ocean and being in line with the Gulf Stream, That tends to keep the weather tempered. So, yeah, they get snow, but they also get a ton of cold rain in the wintertime. They get a lot of wind, a lot of uh, systems that are traversing the North Atlantic. Uh, But typically, they don't get sustained periods of snow like they have seen this winter. My special guest, Hilder Jones, uh, showed me from their balcony today how much snow was accumulating. And of course, I have been keeping track of things too 
Thanks to the Reykjavik Grapevine and Valor Gretesen, who is the editor-in-chief, showing a lot of side streets with cars that are essentially stuck in these huge drifts of snow. They can't go anywhere. And quite frankly, they're having a tough time finding places to put the snow. Of course, in some cases, they're just simply taking the snow and dumping it in the bay. And that's actually a pretty good place for it. Suffice to say, this has been a really interesting winter for a lot of places, not only here in Northeast Ohio, but also in various places of the globe. So we will talk today. An open line conversation with Hildur will actually be focusing on her photography. You see, she started her pursuits in photography as some therapy, and I will let her explain that to you. But it's a lovely way that she developed her skills in photography. And coming up after the break and after our conversation, I'll also tell you about a number of links that I have placed on episode 297 at weatherjazz.com. When we come back from the break, my conversation with Hilder Jones in Iceland. Hilder, welcome to Weather Jazz. And uh, you are all dressed up on your balcony on this beautiful Reykjavik morning for you afternoon. And it has been just a really interesting winter uh, this year, hasn't it? Mm -hmm. No, it's been we had a, a red Christmas, no snow for Christmas. And then right after New Year's, it started But for the past nine days. It just hasn't stopped. Wow. Um, and so I don't know. I don't even know how to describe the amount of snow we have. I can barely get out to my balcony. <laughs> many um, centimeters. Many centimeters. And a lot of people are stuck in the snow now. There's a lot of cars that just have realized they've had to park for February. <laughs> wow. Now, I've been watching uh, Reykjavik Grapevine, the English-speaking uh, news service, uh, mm-hmm. And uh, Valder Gretesen, he's the editor-in-chief, he was walking the streets of Reykjavik and showing how some streets, the main streets are fine, but all of the side streets still have a ton of snow and cars that are stuck. Yeah, no, they do. I mean, wow. right mm-hmm. down there, you can see yeah. cars that are not going to get out. Yeah, They're just across the street from me, you can see cars that will be stuck until... February. Well, until March. Maybe June. Maybe July. <laughs> it's supposed to snow more, so you never know. Well, it's um, it's a real active pattern, and we've been watching some crazy, crazy weather, not only there in Iceland, but also in, in uh, the UK, in Scotland, in Brazil, um, and and here in the Ohio Valley. I mean, we're, we're still dealing with the Crazy, crazy weather. Yesterday, we were 15 degrees Celsius with heavy rain, washed all the snow away. And this morning, we woke up to about minus 10, and it's snowing again. It's crazy. Come on and visit us. Uh, we've got crazy weather just like you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would love to. 
Well, what I, I really one of, one of the things that I wanted to discuss with you because one of the things that I noticed on your Instagram page, and I will provide a link for anybody who wants to follow you on Instagram. You are quite a photographer. Uh, your images are really amazing. Uh, Thank you. You like traveling and you like taking pictures uh, of your homeland there in Iceland, don't you? I do. Um, Iceland is so incredibly beautiful. And about three years ago, I noticed just the I think just amazing Instagram accounts that have been like taking photos of Iceland, but it wasn't really Icelanders. Today, there's a lot more Icelanders appreciating mm-hmm. um, the beauty of Iceland. But being a tourist in your own country is fun. It helps that I'm married to a foreigner. Mm-hmm. And so he does give me a fresh look on everything. He does point things out to me that I probably wouldn't have noticed. Ah, okay. Um, Interesting. And so a lot, of my, a lot of my photos are thanks to his eye. Now, Elliot is your husband, and he is one of the elders, pastors at Lostofan, Kjorka. Uh, mm-hmm. um, and, of course, uh, we've had Gunnar uh, on the program a number of times, and, and uh, he's one of our regulars. And maybe you can be one of our regulars, too. That would be fun. Uh, but uh, you and Elliot, uh, how did you meet? Where did you meet? Um, because, obviously, Elliot, well, he was born in... North Africa, but his family's from Oregon. I saw your he's, trip. He's born in born in Oregon, mm-hmm. then moved to North. Oh, Africa. okay, all right, yes. mm-hmm. very good. How did you meet then? So uh, Elliot came over to Iceland to study. Um, I'm gonna mess this up. I always do Viking studies. Oh, okay. Norse mythology. Mm. Nordic Shoot. mythology. Or nor- n- no, nurse? it's not mythology. I'm okay. sorry. I always mess it up. But he got History. a phenomenal master's degree in um, Old Norse and Icelandic Viking studies. Ah, okay. Uh, which is why he came over. But he only came, he was only for his degree. Mm-hmm. Um, so he walked into our church. Uh, his first Sunday here, he'd been here for less than 48 hours. And he walked in, I saw him, and I fell in love as much as you Ooh. can with someone that you haven't talked to. Um, about six months later, he caught up, uh, but yeah, we met when he came to our church. It was, it was about a couple of months after I was saved. And so I never had to do the whole searching for a Christian husband. I just Mm -hmm. got saved and he walked in. That's Um, awesome. And yeah, six months later, he asked me out on Tuesday, told me he loved me on a Thursday and we discussed marriage on a Friday. Oh, wow. Boy, we talk. were engaged within three months and married within the year. Wow. Now, that is one interesting story, especially having him walk into a church. How did he find Lostovan? Because uh, my son and I always made a point of finding a church that we could worship at whenever we traveled. Now, it was a lot easier in the U.S., and it was relatively easy in the U.K. and in Paris uh, because I speak French. However, it was a little tougher in Iceland. I couldn't find anything for the longest time. And then I saw Gunnar's video on the state of affairs in, in Iceland, and, and, and I went, no, I think we struck gold. <laughs> and, and it was uh, phenomenal. The Sunday that we walked into Philosophon, Gunnar had just returned from a 
three month sabbatical. We could not have timed that any better. Uh, I remember that Sunday. Oh, you do? Wow. <laughs> we have a picture of us together yes. that Sunday that was taken. I will post that very photo on weatherjazz.com. <laughs> this episode, and I'm trying to see what episode that is going to, 297. 297. So I'll post that photo on weatherjazz.com. I remember who took the photo. It was uh, uh, it was the gentleman from, uh, it was Andy and Becky Lomax. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they came to visit us uh, this summer on their tour around the country. Oh, they're coming to visit us in April. Oh, I'm so excited. I am so jealous. So yeah, maybe uh, maybe this summer I'm I'm hoping that the restrictions, the COVID restrictions all kind of go away pretty soon. And uh, this, this summer, uh, I may be coming up in mid-July. So we'll see how that goes. All right. T- uh, tell me more. Now, how did you get interested in photography? Was that something you've always done? Or is that something you just relatively recently picked up? No. So I've always taken a lot of pictures for my, because um, I have a re- very bad memory. And so I used to carry around disposable cameras to kind of capture moments and have something to look back on and remember things Mm -hmm. for. Mm -hmm. Um, And, but then um, about three years ago, I was struck with a depression, which I'd, I'd never experienced before. And I decided to start taking pictures of things that made me happy and maybe even like editing those pictures to make them even more beautiful. Wow. Just to remind me of God's creation and mm-hmm. to remind me of how just beautiful the world really is, even if I can't see it right now. Um, and that's one of the things that really pulled me out of my depression and I haven't fallen into since praise God. Um, and yeah, that was how I started just by trying to find small, beautiful things in the everyday. That is, that is um, so in tune with, with perhaps the Holy Spirit just telling you to focus on those things, even though maybe you couldn't see initially the full picture, you're snapping pictures uh, of, of things that made you happy and gorgeous. That's, that's a fascinating story uh, and perhaps uh, unique I don't think I've ever heard of a story quite like that. And that is a creative way to deal with some of the challenges in life. But yet in the process, by you posting them on Instagram, again, I'm going to provide that Instagram link for anybody who wants to uh, follow you. Those photos were like, wow, look at that. What? I mean, you've got an eye uh, for really capturing things. So way to go. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, tell me more about how you got hooked up with Lofstofan, if I may. Um, how did yeah. all that come about? Well, so I um, grew up in a, a non-believing house, but I went to a Catholic school. Mm-hmm. Um, and the summer of 2018, I had someone visit me. Uh, I had a Christian come visit me who asked me if I had any community in my Catholic church. And I said, Oh yes, of course. And she said, well, would you recognize them if they knocked on your door? And I said, no, no, um, I wouldn't know who they were. Um, cause I only talked with them at lunch on Sunday. And so she Googled hip and cool churches in Iceland. Mm-hmm. And I think it's still to this day, hilarious that 
we lost the one, came up. Um, she drove me out there to the middle of nowhere. Um, and we arrived after service was over just to look at the building. Cause in my mind, church was a building and not a congregation. And so I went to look at the building, but service had just finished. People were walking out um, and they swarmed us as they do these oh. loving Baptists. <laughs> um, and they were like, hi, are you tourists? You know, what are your names? And I said, no, I'm Icelandic. And they were like, oh, are you Christian? I said, yes, I'm, I'm Catholic. And uh, one of my best friends to this day, um, whom I met that day, said to me, Catholic, have you not heard of the Reformation? And in that moment, I wanted to walk out, could not believe what had just happened. Mm -hmm. Um, But something kept me there. Mm -hmm. And those women just loved on me and and shared the gospel with me for the next three months. Um, Brought me to Bible study and and, uh, Mm. the love of the community really kept me there. You know what? You you hit on a word that is key. They loved on you. And uh, obviously you felt that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I did. And I, and I still do to this day. These women are still sharing the gospel with me when I need to hear it. And that's the key, isn't it? To, to really showing someone who is perhaps has not really embraced the gospel in its fullest in, in order to make it attractive you have to share the love love of Christ because that is what makes the difference. It's nothing in and of yourself. It's really the love that is beyond you that that really gets your attention, doesn't it? Yes, mm-hmm. it does. Mm-hmm. And it's a good reminder for me today. If I get annoyed with someone as I'm sharing the gospel, I just remember how annoying I was <laughs> and the people who stuck with me. God used that. That's awesome. Well, um, is there anything else going on in Iceland these days other than the really crazy weather that all of us have been experiencing globally? Um, anything going on in either Reykjavik or Iceland in general that uh, may be of interest to any of our weather jazz uh, listeners? Which, by the way, we are global. We have people listening from all over the globe. And when I look at the list of countries, my jaw drops. In fact, Yildir, what I'm going to do at the end of today's broadcast, and I didn't do this a few weeks ago when I said I would. I will do it at the end of this broadcast today in post-production. I'll give you a list of the countries that download and listen to Weather Jazz. It's all over the place, including Iceland, by the way. Well, that must be just me and Gunnar, at least. (laughs) It could be. (laughs) At least I hope so. Uh, But anyway, is there anything going on up there that you would like the world at large to know? Well, the only thing I would say, well, I guess there are two things. One, the restrictions will all be lifted. Praise the Lord um, next week. So there will be no more COVID restrictions within Iceland. No more masks. No more Mm -hmm. gathering limits. None of that. So people are a lot more kind of freer to come over. And there is a, um, a new airline starting up called nice air and it will be flying directly from, uh, and some of your listeners may live there from Spain, England, and Denmark to Akureyri up oh, north. Wow. <laughs> direct flight um, to Akureyri. Direct flight wow. to Akureyri. Which, mm-hmm. um, and Akureyri, for those who don't know, is a small town 
or the second largest city, depends on who you ask, <laughs> of Iceland. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a beautiful town. And it's a town that Elliot and I, Lord willing, hope to move to one day. Um, really? Somewhere where we would really love to be, if, you know, at the latest for our retirement. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, and right now we are seeing that people will be able to come visit us directly to there. Won't have to drive for five hours from Keflavik. That was my next so, question. How long does it take you to drive from Reykjavik to Akureyri? Um, it depends on who's driving mm-hmm. and their um, respect of the law. <laughs> but Okay. But um, usually at the legal speed limit and with regular stops, it would be about five hours. That's not too bad. Uh, no. Mm-hmm. Although uh, Andy... Across the island feels far. Andy and Becky um, some, uh, Lomax did mention at one point, I think they were driving to Akureyri in the winter and they said it was white knuckle driving all the way up and you could not uh, take your eyes off the road for one second because it was just so crazy. People get tricked by the fact that it's a straight road the whole way, but the weather does definitely play into it. And someone said to me once that um, the drive from Akureyri to Reykjavik is 400 kilometers. Mm -hmm. But the drive from Reykjavik to Akureyri is 4,000 kilometers. <laughs> you always feel it's longer when you're going up north. Wow. Well, we'll, uh, we'll pray for that. Anything else we can, we can pray for you and, and or Lofstofan? You can be, yeah, you can definitely be praying for our church and just the, you know, changes that come with opening restrictions, whether that is mm. new people moving here or, um, yeah, just... Pray for um, this next season that we're walking into. We'll do. And uh, likewise, pray for those open restrictions to stay open uh, as we enter summer. I'm hoping to actually uh, see you all face to face again, uh, perhaps as early as uh, this summer, sometime in July, maybe. We'd love to see you. Thank you so much for your time, Yielder. Uh, Our best to everyone. And we'll talk to you soon. Would you come back sometime and and just come back some Open Line Friday and just chat about what's going on up there? I would love to. What a delight to have Hilder join us today on Weather Jazz. And if you'd like to see a lot of the images that she has taken, at least my favorite, I'm going to post them on weatherjazz.com, episode number 297. In addition to that, she mentioned the photo that we took in August of 2018 at Lofstofan Baptista Kirka, and that's the church that she attends and where we met Gunnar Gunnarsson, who's also a frequent guest of this podcast. You'll see the photo, the selfie that we posted, thanks to uh, Andy and Becky Lomax, and they're from the uh, Maryland area, and we're still in touch with them as well. Very, very delightful people. In fact, uh, Andy and Becky stopped in here at Northeast Ohio last summer, and we had a delightful evening together as they toured the country in their RV. So uh, they are special people indeed. And perhaps at some point we will have the chance to talk to Andy and Becky. It looks like they're going to be heading up to Iceland 
sometime later this spring. So again, if you'd like to see that photo, I will post it on weatherjazz.com, episode number 297. Well, before I forget again, because I did this once before and I never got around to it, I will in just a moment give you a list of the countries that download and listen to Weather Jazz. And I'm going to pick an arbitrary six-month period and read you the list of countries that have at least visited us and listened to Weather Jazz. It is an exhaustive list and very encouraging for me as a program developer. Thank you, thank you for the 67,000-plus downloads in Season 2 thus far. But without further delay, let me give you that exhaustive list of who listens to Weather Jazz in the last six-month period. Now, most of the Weather Jazz downloads would be in the United States. However, the other countries included, and this is in order of downloads, so the next one is going to be number two, the next one after that, number three, and so forth. So in the number two position, I have Canada. That makes sense, too, being right on the border of Canada in Ontario. Ontario being the number one province that listens to Weather Jazz. We thank you wherever you're listening to Weather Jazz from in Canada. Number three, Israel. How about that? Number four is Ireland. Number five, Saudi Arabia. Number six is Iceland. And number seven is Germany. Number eight, Australia. Number nine, the UK, the United Kingdom. And number 10, Japan. And we'll go down the list from there without listing it. But suffice to say, the higher up on the list, the more listeners I have from these countries. So number 11 on goes on like this. France, Oman, Sweden, Brazil, Greece, Russia, Followed by India, Mexico, Romania, Spain, Poland, Singapore, Belgium, Denmark, Norway, Switzerland, Puerto Rico, the Cayman Islands, Vietnam, Ghana, Rwanda, Austria, Italy, Iran, Turkey, Uzbekistan, Mongolia, Guatemala, Bahamas, Slovakia, Indonesia, South Africa, Pakistan, Thailand, New Zealand, Ecuador, the Netherlands, Finland, Belize, Chile, Taiwan, Greenland, thank you, Greenland, Barbados, Malaysia, Estonia, Ukraine, Kenya, Argentina, Hungary, and the Czech Republic. Wow. I mean, talk about an exhaustive list. And that is just so, so encouraging. I see that 56% of you listen via Apple Podcast, 18% of you via the embedded link on weatherjazz.com. But also some of you listen via Overcast and or a web browser. uh, And uh, the other 21% all lumped into uh, all of the other podcast apps that are out there. We thank you so much for being a part of the Weather Jazz family. However it is, you listen to Weather Jazz. Naturally, I would be so honored if you shared Weather Jazz with your family and friends and through 
virtually any communication mode you can, whether it's social media, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Rumble, whether it is Getter, there are a bunch of new ones that are coming out, whatever the means. I would really appreciate if you help me to get the word out about Weather Jazz. It's just a fun place about weather, science, and a whole lot more. And hopefully I'm making the whole lot more interesting like today's episode. Okay, it's now time. My favorite part of the week is to brag on those that make Weather Jazz what it is because without your involvement and without your support, a lot of the elements that we have on Weather Jazz simply could not be. So my special thanks to Andrea Rich in Tennessee, in Ohio, Dale Osborne, Will and Tanya Krause and family, Christine Barnes and Rose Moore, in Florida, Bill Martin, and in Vermont, Victoria Singer and Kean Galunas. You are truly an encouraging part of Weather Jazz. Would you like to get your name on this list? I'd love to be able to brag on you, too. It is super easy. All you have to do is go to weatherjazz.com and click on the supporter tab at the very top. Not only will you get to see the list that I just mentioned, those that are the supporters, but it'll also tell you how you can add your name. It's really, really easy. And best of all, you encourage me. And you help this program continue to expand in ways that I couldn't even have imagined even 10 years ago. And of course, we've been in existence now pushing on 17 years. We were podcasting before podcasting was cool. And I am just so grateful to Anchor.fm to be our host because they make things very, very easy. You see, I used to have to code the XML file by hand to make sure that Apple Podcasts could read it. It used to be a very, very complex thing, but Anchor.fm has taken the complexity out of podcasting, and they've made it easy, as I mentioned earlier, during the break. Do you have a question or a topic suggestion? I welcome your input. You can reach me, weatherjazz at yahoo.com, and that's my email address, And also via voicemail at the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line 234-525-5888, 234-525-5888. I try to answer as many questions as I can on both lines, and I'm very fortunate in that I'm starting to pick up a lot of emails and voicemail messages in both areas. So keep them coming as every single one of them, certainly a source of encouragement for me. Well, we're heading into the weekend. Wow, it looks like things will basically quiet down. Maybe a clipper coming by on Friday night and early Saturday. But aside from that, Sunday is going to be the pick day, as I like to say, on WJW Fox 8, because uh, the sunshine returns and temperatures will go into the 40s and then 50s for a few days. Oh, but don't put away the parkas just yet. We're going to need them for a little while longer. Looks like another downturn and maybe the chance for more snow at the end of next week. And we'll address all of that on Meteorological Monday right here on Weather Jazz. Hey, have a great weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. 
weather and science across the globe. The Weather Jazz Podcast.